Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show on our Twitter timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. Uh, we got to thank our sponsors because they've made it happen uh, for us and they help it out you guys as well. When it comes to buying a car, make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process to go see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you get injured in a car wreck, call them for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600. So, Zach, I was not expecting uh, an email from Robbie Bourne and the Titans in my inbox at 6.01 a.m. Central Time. But that's what happened, and it reads, Titans to play in London in 2023. The Titans to appear in London's Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in one of three games in the UK coming up in the 2023 season. Uh, More information coming. Uh, This is from Ben Volan, who covers uh, the New England Patriots. He tweeted this. uh, NFL officially announces that the Patriots will host a home game in Germany, the Chiefs will also host in Germany, and the Bills, Titans, and Jags will play home games in London. So, home game in London. And I, I made uh, uh, put Kevin Byard right there in a little nice hat to, to show that they're going over across the pond. But the uh, opponent options there for the Tennessee Titans, as the Titans have a ninth home game on this upcoming season's uh, schedule. And so those are the home opponents. Uh, Officially, we will know who the London opponent is and where it lands in the schedule when the full NFL schedule is released, uh, usually in the early May window right around after the draft. But those nine opponents, their NFC opponents, uh, the Carolina Panthers, Seattle Seahawks, and Atlanta Falcons. Then you've got uh, the AFC opponents of Baltimore Ravens, the LA Chargers, who the Titans played in London back in 2018 in Wembley Stadium. And then the Cincinnati Bengals, yet again, another showdown with the Bengals for the fourth season in a row, including the playoffs. And then you've got the divisional foes, the Jags, the Colts, and the Texans. Again, to mention uh, the other teams hosting games across the seas, the Jags are doing that as well. So I I don't think the Titans will be playing uh, the Jags in London. So really down to those eight teams, Zach. So what was your initial reaction uh, when you saw this this morning? Well, about time. You know, it it makes a lot of sense. They hadn't been over there uh, when they played the Chargers in 2018. This makes a lot of sense. They're kind of due, right? They're going through. Now, the, 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 you know, the, the Packers went over there for the first time this year, right? And so it goes in a circuit. So, you know, the, the NFL is doing a stellar job, and this is why they make so much money, is they're making their game grow international. If you were in Germany or in, in London and you wanted to go to a, a, a unique opportunity that you don't get to do every weekend, right? We kind of take that for granted. You go to an NFL football game pretty easily, you know, in the geographic region of the United States. It's mm-hmm. hard to do that. But now it's easier to do that across the, the pond. So – this makes sense for the Titans. 
It's about time. I don't know who they're going to play. I don't necessarily think that it matters. And then, you know, because they expanded to 17 games, yeah. usually, you know, 16 games, six home or eight home games, eight away games. Now you have nine home games for certain teams. That ninth home game in this situation is going to be in London. It's a unique experience. You're trying to grow fans. We've got, you know, the Titans fans have, have, uh, have, are all over the world. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, the Titans yeah. have fans all over the world. And so, you know, our guy Ian, who has across the pond, who's traveled over the to, to the States multiple occasions, he's a diehard Titans fans and watch the shows and interacts with us. So they're expanding their brand. That can only be a positive. And, you know, Nashville is weirdly an international destination because of, you know, the experience of Broadway and music and those type of things. So, you know, it's got a reputation and this just expands that reputation across uh, the globe. Yeah, and Ian, uh, our guy, uh, tweeted me nearly immediately and said, there's no excuses, Austin. <laughs> no excuses this time. But again, so, you know, I think it's interesting when you mentioned the Packers. Uh, you know, what I take from it is the Packers are a different type of organization with how their uh, front office and ownership is set up. And so, I, you know, they went to London for the first time this year, probably the first time they had that extra ninth home game to not lose whatever that revenue is for the split when it comes to that uh, that organization. And so the Titans, if you remember, when they played the Chargers back in 2018 in London, that was both an away game for either team because that was pre-17th game, pre-9th home game. So they did not take away a home gate, so to speak, from either of those teams uh, back in 2018. So, look, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, the Chiefs are, are over there, along with the Bills and the Patriots. The Titans and the Jags. Yeah, that's five AFC teams and two AFC South and three pretty big brands um, over there. So we'll we'll talk more about this, I'm sure, uh, as it comes to uh, you know the news, and then we get deeper to figure out what the opponent looks like uh, and who they play over there across the pond in the top pond in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. But Zach, let's get back to the originally scheduled topic for the day, and that is the biggest issue that needs to be fixed by new Titans GM, Rand Carthon. Again, he will not meet with the Titans media and be introduced until at some point Friday tomorrow after being officially announced as the Titans GM uh, Wednesday, yesterday, by the team. So let's go ahead and ask this question out of the gates. We want to get your opinions. You guys know this team, and you guys absolutely know this, these, this team's problems, plural. But what's the biggest issue? With rank that Rand Carthon needs to fix as new Titans general manager. We'll get to your comments here real quick, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your new ride. They're hooking you up with great deals on deals on deals. Quick trip down I 40 exit 236, Payne Bone, family owned and operated. Payne Bone owns Wilson County Hyundai, a great guy, and will make sure that. He puts you in your perfect make and model, whether it's the Palisade, which is a full-size SUV with third-row seating, whether it's the Sonata, which is a four-door sedan. They've got the Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe. The list goes on and on, including the Ionic. The Ionic is battery-powered, which we love the Ionic because that thing, you charge that thing up, it will take you where you need to go. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Go online and look at their inventory and then go out there and test drive a vehicle today. 
Also, download that BetMGM app. If you've already downloaded the BetMGM app, how about this? This is the time of year to take advantage of the NBA one-game parlay insurance with BetMGM. So log into your BetMGM app and then opt into the NBA one-game parlay insurance. And you get up to $25 back if your NBA one-game parlay of four legs or more falls just one leg short. Uh, Again, I made a bunch of money off of this. Uh, the last two NBA seasons uh, with BetMGM because the one-game parlays, they're fun. You set them up, four legs. You're not trying to get crazy. You're just trying to win. But if you want to get a little crazy, you always know if that one leg falls short, you get up to 25 bucks back in insurance. And by the way, Zach, that team over there in Memphis, 11 straight wins. Looking pretty good. Uh, so you can bet on them when it comes to the NBA one-game parlay insurance right there with a the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions, subject to qualification, eligible requirements, wars issued, knowledgeable for bets, for credit. For bets expiring seven days. For problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach asking the question, what is the biggest issue Rand Carthon needs to fix as new Titans general manager You know, on the eve, the day before he is officially introduced as the Titans new GM? Well, let's go to the comments, and there's a theme here, and I, this is, I think this ah. tells you the the intelligence level of the chat, of knowing exactly, because you could say a lot of different things, but I do think that we're about to reveal a glaring problem that the chat is saying. Well, Jarrell says offensive coordinator. Billy says offense. Time Joey out. says coordinator. Can we, can we, the offensive coordinator, that, I don't know. I mean, Grant Carthon will have some input. But the offensive coordinator and the coaching staff, at least how the Titans have been structured in the past, yeah, that may change though. No, <laughs> I don't, New but, blood. Well, here, no, hold on, hold on. Let, let's 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 discuss this real quick because John Robinson was the general manager, right? At, at one point, you know, for when he got hired in 2016. But at one point, somewhat recently, John Robinson was promoted to a vice president uh, of the organization. And even when John Robinson was the vice president of the organization and the general manager, the coaching staff decisions still fell under Mike Vrabel's control. Who made that decision though? We don't know. John Robinson may have put it in his hands. You have no idea. It's all speculation. I know you're saying, but it's all speculation. We have no idea how this new structure is going to go. Rand Carthon may come in there and say, look, I want to go pick out my guys. Anything, any guy you want to hire is going to have to be approved by me. Who knows? Maybe. We don't know. And so, Jarrell, I love the fact that we started with Jarrell's comment because it opened up some more, you know, avenues of really what we don't know and how this works. Yeah. So, c- continue. Sorry. So, uh, the you know, we're trying to find the, the biggest problem that Rand Carthon, new general manager of the Tennessee Titans, has to fix. Offensive line, here we go on the string of offensive line, MB, Jake, David, Titans, Kyle, uh, let's say uh, another offensive line, another offensive line. Mm-hmm. So offensive line from Maurice, need a quarterback from Noah. Wilbur says lock up big Jeff from Jeffrey Simmons. Cap situation from Steven, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. Right there, another O-line offensive coordinator and trainer. And we'll talk about trainer, talking about the health issues of this team the last couple of years a little bit later on in the show. Honky Talk says offensive coordinator, fixing the offensive line. Zach says offensive line. Deborah just says offense in general, draft picks and free agent signings, offensive line. A new identity from Jay, which is, I think, 
that's a unique answer because, you know, with a new identity, you have to have new players in the structure of what this team is. So that guy kind of goes hand, hand in hand. Uh, offensive line from Big Ten Jeff. Troy just says talent, and I definitely think Troy has something here because you know this, this team has had a talent problem. I've been yelling it from the rooftops since they traded A.J. Brown. It's like, what are you doing? Trading the most talented guy on your team and going to ride and die with rookies and Bobby Please. Bobby Weeds. <laughs> Bobby uh, uh, Titan says, uh, Titan's Titanium says offensive line, salary captain, quarterback, skills player. So there's a ton of comments coming yeah. in. I was just reading, you know, a handful. Austin, where do you reside on this question? Yeah, do you, so you want me to go first? Because I, you know, I, I have no idea what your opinion is. And I'm, I'm honestly kind of more intrigued on what you think than. No, you I, go first. I just read a bunch okay, of. Okay. So, so you want me to go first. That's fine. All right. So. Look, the offensive line is a massive issue, uh, and there's no discrediting that. But I, I think the bigger issue that needs to be fixed first before you can even try to put together the offensive line is the salary cap. And the salary cap is a problem. The Titans currently, according to SpotTrack, uh, have minus $27 million of salary cap space. And so you got to fix the offensive line. Well, how many offensive line positions do you need to replace? Four, I mean Nicholas Petit Frere is going to be a part of it. At we don't some know what's point. going on with Ben Jones, right? And well, and I NPF will be a part of the offensive line to some extent. I don't know left, right, whatever, but I think NPF will be around as a rookie who started a lot of games as a third round draft pick, but a bad offensive line, and he had a lot of issues there too. So you got four uh, positions you need to fix on the O line. And you've got minus $27 million of cap space. And so you've got to fix the salary cap to be able to fix your actual roster problems. Because so many guys were eating up salary cap dollars that missed a lot of games last year. You know, you look at cap hits um, of what, uh, of, of key injured players. Uh, I'm trying to refresh what I've got going on here, but you've got, um, Bud Dupree, Taylor Lewan, and Zach Cunningham, who spent the majority of the season injured, who uh, counted like 30 plus million dollars of salary cap space and didn't give you diddly poo offensively or defensively. And so I think the salary cap problem is the biggest issue that Rand Carthon needs to fix. And there's a bunch of different ways you he can do it. And I think I'm curious to see what his experience being a director of pro personnel and dealing with, uh, you know, pro scouting and free agent acquisitions and contracts and the waiver wire can help him with that. But they've got to clean up some of their veteran salary cap before they can really think about the solution for a lot of their problems. Because we can list problems all day, but you've got to fix the cap before you can figure out the solutions to the others. I think that's a timeline fix, right? We know that they have to fix the cap, but we we also have talked about what they're going to do. Like Taylor Lewan's ass is good as cut, right? There's a lot of money atti attached to so, him. You talk about Robert Woods' possibility of being cut. There's a lot of money attached to him. And then all of a sudden, you're now no longer under $27 million well, in the blink so, of an eye. I did want to bring this up because I did see a comment uh, coming in here uh, of from, from one of you guys, and I'm trying to uh, – uh, Ken. Ken on Facebook says, unpopular opinion. 
Lawan survives the cut, the GM already. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, we don't know what the GM said. So I don't know where Ken is getting Rand Carthon's words of the GM said, there's no t- need to totally rebuild the team yeah, because man. the GM hasn't talked to anybody uh, there yet. But, but again, like to Ken's point on Lawan surviving the cut, Taylor Lawan would be $14 million on the salary cap uh, as a starting left tackle. I understand what Lawan's situation is, but go look around the league and see what teams are paying and spending for big time left or right tackles. Both left and right tackles are over, well over on the left side, $20 million a year. And so 14 million bucks for Taylor Lawan. Again, knock on wood, like Mike Vrabel did last week about Kevin Byard. If Lawan can stay healthy, then Lawan at $14 million is not a bad value, but that if Lawan can stay healthy is a massive if. So here's my answer because I'm going to go back sure. and and rehash the question. It and I'm going to repeat. What's the biggest issue Rand Carthon needs to fix as new Titans general manager? It doesn't say what does he need to fix first. Sure. What's the first thing that he needs to do? It is what is the biggest issue? Yeah. The biggest issue is the quarterback position. Because okay. it's preventing the team from getting and competing with the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Bills. You guys are going to get sick and effing tired of me saying those three teams over the next year because that's who your competition is. And if you can't compete with them, you're not winning the AFC. You're not going to the Super Bowl. You're not competing to hoist a Vince Lombardi trophy, and that's what you're trying to do. That's the goal. Sure. So they've got to fix their quarterback situation. Ryan Tannehill is good. He's not great. He's not it. He cannot take you to where you need to go. They need to fix that situation, whether it is trading him, cutting him, restructuring and then trading him, going in and trading for Aaron Rodgers, signing and uh, trading up to draft a young quarterback and keeping Ryan Tannehill for the last year of his, his, his contract. I'm not saying that they need to completely rid themselves of Ryan Tannehill right now, but if they keep him, they have to have a plan to replace him. And that's the biggest issue that Rand Carthon will have in this organization. It has been holding them back. The quarterback position is the most important position in team sports. And the Titans don't have an adequate quarterback to take them to the promised land. They can't compete in big-time games. They haven't competed the last three seasons in big-time games because of their quarterback. And so that's what the biggest issue is. Right. That's what he needs to fix. So, that I, look, I, I, yeah, the quarterback decision and the quarterback direction is such a huge pendulum swing, domino, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it, it's massive, right? That's the question, and So, though. Zach, I, I want to ask you a follow-up question on that because you know i i yeah i i and i know i knew i did this i went with the uh more chronological issue for Rand carthon uh in, but that wasn't the question well i know it it's it that's how <laughs> i wanted to approach it i mean i didn't know and, and and that look it's it's you know opinions tomato tomato we went over that with it is tomato uh, Gala, so they may be eating Gala, some tomatoes galley you know i don't know how many times how many ways you can pronounce that word that we talked about yesterday but so that's that's where I went with it, which is my opinion, and you went with your opinion. And I'm I'm cool with that. I like it. 
So I'm going to ask you a follow-up question because mine was a timeline-centered answer. Yours is a big-picture answer. But I want to ask you what you think about the appropriate timeline for this. Uh, but tell us about Farm Bureau Health Plans before you, you tell us the uh, what you think. All right, FBHP.com is where you need to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan uh, just a year ago, and I'm really glad that I did. It, it helped me tremendously over the last year, and it can help you. Health, dental, and vision, 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee can help you if you're in the state. We love Farm Bureau Health Plans. We, we've extended our partnerships. So you're going to be hearing a lot more of them on our A to Z sports platforms. 200 plus locations. I love endorsing them because I believe in them. They've helped me with free teledoc conferences because that's a part of my plan. They've helped me with a, a ton of different things, including a contact allowance, free yeah. teeth cleanings, fbhp.com slash A to Z. Also, the BetMGM app, we got the NBA one-game parlay opt-in feature right here with the one-game parlay insurance with BetMGM. You opt into that, and you get up to $25 back um, on your one-game parlay in the NBA of four legs or more that falls one leg short. So check that out in your NBA uh, in your NBA one-game parlay insurance opt-in option in the BetMGM app. So, Zach, uh, you know, I talked about what I thought of cleaning up the salary cap with Rand Carthon, the biggest issue he needs to fix to be able to have the opportunity to fix and address other problems this Titans roster has. You brought up the quarterback position. You know, you don't have to get specific, but what kind of type of timeline do you kind of want to see with this decision-making for Rand Carthon? And is it something where you want to hear him, uh, you know, talk about, out of the gates what this plan needs to be or what are you thinking he needs to, to talk about with this quarterback position he needs to diagnose what they have currently on the roster and then he has to say how are they going to improve that he's not going to say a bunch of stuff right. on his first day on the job so like i don't expect that he's he should be smarter than that right he's gonna have to go and look he you know we can't find a lot of pictures and videos of Rand carthon so this is going to be an experience, right? When you're thrown into a premier spot like a general manager of a National Football League team, you got to shape it up. You got to be able to answer the tough questions. You've mm -hmm. got to be able to communicate. So, look, all eyes are going to be on Ran tomorrow uh, morning or whenever they do the, yeah. the the press conference. And, you know, he needs to talk about the quarterback position, and he will to a degree. But – you know, this franchise needs to be full steam ahead competing for Super Bowls by 2026 in their new stadium. That's when they have to have their franchise guy that can be for the future. Now, there can be, you know, a, a bridge quarterback between now and then. If they trade for Aaron Rodgers, which I I really like that idea that we'll talk about more this offseason, that helps them get to a better spot because of what we've discussed in the defensive-minded aspect of Mike Vrabel helping the offensive sided that has struggled over the last several seasons. How are you going to be more dynamic with Derrick Henry? They are less dynamic. They have been the last couple of years because they haven't had the players and the injuries definitely have impacted that. But their quarterback situation has got to be full bore, full steam of head, face of the franchise, 2026 when they, they open the doors. 
you better be competing with the Bengals, Bills, and the Chiefs because they ain't going anywhere. Those quarterbacks are young. And Trevor Lawrence is that Jaguar in the grass lurking that could come out and Pounce. bite you right in the throat. <laughs> I mean, I'm dead serious. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, I don't know what's going to happen on Saturday, but he could come out and surprise a lot of people. And if he plays, I mean, if he doesn't throw four picks, he's going to be improving, right? So yeah. you sit there and you look at what the state of the division is. They better hurry up, catch up quick, because they're – the, the, the South is going to evolve and change, and they don't have much time. And here's the last thing I'll say. Okay. When those doors open in the new stadium, you want Titans fans to fill it, not bachelorette boots and away fans. And that's what's been the case for some time. Yeah, it is. So that's what they've got to fix, but it starts with the quarterback. Give me somebody that they can sell. Well, and you've got uh, 2003, 2004, 2005 seasons. So three more seasons with the current stadium. Uh, and, and that's if everything construction goes on time, which we know um, is uh, just as big of an if as Taylor Lewan's health moving forward with on-time construction, especially in Nashville. And so, look, there's a lot. We, I'm sure we will have a show about Aaron Rodgers and his future uh, where he might play next year at some point in the next few weeks. But you and Sam talked about Tom Brady on Monday when I was off the show uh, that day. And, and I, so I haven't had a real opportunity to share my thoughts on what that is. I, I, and I agree with you and Sam. I think it would be ridiculous for the Titans to go after a Tom Brady uh, for what this is. Because you brought something up that's very important, is that you've got one more year of Derrick Henry under contract. Uh, he will be... 29 for the majority of the season because uh, he just turned 29 a couple weeks ago in early January. So Derek Henry will be 30 in week 18 of 2023 season. Uh, and so you've got that extra year to ride with Derek Henry. How can you be as dynamic as possible with the quarterback position and Derek Henry in this upcoming year? And I don't think Tom Brady uh, is the right move. And I thought Sam's analogy that he put together was was pretty on point of Tom Brady would be an upgraded version of ankle injury Ryan Tannehill. I, I think that made a lot of sense. Not mobile, but yes, more efficient in the pocket. And it's not a shot. I don't to even say. know about that. If well, you watch Tom Brady this year, he was he made a lot of quarterback mistakes that we've never seen Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, and, and like and, and you again, you are the most knowledgeable uh Tampa Bay Buccaneer person when it comes to Titans media members by a long shot. Because yeah, weird of your badge. <laughs> because of your affinity. Now Evan Winter is also who runs our website uh, is a is a Bucks guy too. So we've got some A to Z insight on that. But you know there's a lot of weird stuff that feels like it's been happening behind the scenes. With Tampa, the rumors that Byron Leftwich is on his way out, if not already officially, as offensive coordinator, that didn't work out. And there's been a lot of problems with that roster and and, and, and really direction with, with Brady. Or I don't know how much Brady's issues were because of him hitting that wall. He still broke his own record for you know volume passing stats this season. So he still has the ability. Ryan Tannehill is is a above average quarterback and I think he's I think he's good and can be very good when he's healthy but when he's not healthy you lose that dynamic aspect of his game that makes him good right and so I think Tom Brady's a better version of an injured can't move Ryan Tannehill 
But is that what's going to be the Titans fix? No, I don't think Tom Brady makes a lick of sense outside of, you know, selling tickets and, and growing your, uh, you know, your reputation on the league with more eyeballs because Tom Brady's in Nashville, which, you know, we, you don't we want know more eyebrows or you know, you don't want more eyeballs when Tom it's Brady ugly. is, is bad, right? Yeah, a yeah. shell of himself. Here's the comparison that I would make. What is happening with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this offseason will be similar to what is hap- what could happen to the Tennessee Titans next offseason. It is coming to a close. It's coming to an end. We all felt on Monday night when the Bucs were down as much as they were that this is it for Tom Brady in Tampa. We don't know what he's going to do in the future, but I think if Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry play for the Tennessee Titans in 2023... We'll have that same sentiment at the end of the year. Is is this going to be the last time that these two suit up in two-tone blue and there's going to be a new direction moving forward? Now, that may happen sooner rather than later, but that's what's happening in Tampa. The Titans have got to figure out a better way to play offense with Derrick Henry. If they can do that, they can extend Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is 29, as you said, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's where he, he resides in this stage of his life. If they can help him, they can extend his Titans career for a couple of more years. Yeah. You know, he can get into his 30s and still be good because we've seen him, and I don't want to say take a step back, but this year he fumbled more than he ever did. You talked about him being chased down more than he ever would or has in the past. That's something that we never really saw at the height of 2,000-yard Derrick Henry. I, I, I do think that there is a reason for that because of the surrounding pieces. I think if you improve the surrounding pieces around King Henry, he will improve. And, and the funny thing the funny thing is, and I'm, I was about to say this, and then uh, R3KT3 on YouTube uh, hit it, 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 the O-line uh, was dog water, right? Like, so Derrick Henry, yeah, fumbled, got chased down several times, but he still ran for over 1,500 yards in 16 games because he sat out one game. So 1,500 yards in 16 games behind a terrible offensive line. So you st- like, yeah. Derek look Henry's- at the carries, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> that was one thing. And look, one thing I was going to bring up is because we watched Ezekiel Elliott against the Titans, and Derrick Henry didn't play that game. Zeke is a year and a half younger than Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry just turned 29. Zeke will turn 28 in July. But doesn't Zeke feel so much older and look like an older running back when you watch him run versus Derrick Henry run? Derrick Henry well, looks he has a, what maybe you knew this or didn't know this in the middle of the season, Zeke hurt his knee. And so he's again. been dealing with, yeah, again. So Last he's been year dealing the same thing. Yeah. He's been dealing with that for the second half of the season. So when you judge Zeke, it's two years under, in a row though. Understand, right? No, I, I look, I'm not, I'm just stating what it is. And then on top of that, you've got the brand new Lamborghini named Tony Pollard. That is a fan favorite oh, that yeah. may, and that's something that, Let's just be honest. Derrick Henry has never had. You've never had a, a new, you know, freshman walk in the room, right? To say, "Whoa, there's new blood in here," right? Yeah, so yeah. that that 
to understand to compare the Cowboys to, to Derrick Henry, I just want to make sure that no, you know no, I, but he's I been that. dealing with. That's why Zeke has not been the same. Yeah, but that kind of goes into it. Zeke's dealing with now this is back-to-back seasons of Zeke playing through some type of knee injury. And look, it's fair to admit that. It's fair to say, yeah, Zeke's been having this, but that's two years in a row of Zeke getting Derrick, banged. Derrick Henry hasn't had to do, deal with that. Like last right. year, isn't that, he isn't was that, out. He was just out. He, but this year, he was healthy. I mean, he didn't have uh, health issues. And and this is my point. That's my point. Derrick Henry, if you look at his game log of the amount of attempts that he had, I mean, it's mind-blowing. You know, 30, 23, 28, 32, 30, 28, 22, 21. These are like, this is all that they're doing. And that doesn't even mention his career year that he had receiving the football Mm -hmm. because they couldn't pass it to anybody. Oh yeah. So like you, I I do sit there and I take away from, Oh, the guy still had 1500 yards. Yeah. Cause they kept giving him the ball because they couldn't give the ball to anybody else. Traylon Burks wasn't available for a lot of the year. Robert Woods would drop the ball when you threw it to him. Austin Hooper was, uh, had a ceiling, right? Uh, Chig, they wouldn't give Chig the ball enough. And then there's a massive drop-off with NWI and Kyle Phillips was hurt. Like, Kyle Phillips was non-existent. Like, it's unfortunate, but that guy, and this is why uh, one of many reasons why John Robinson was fired is they sat there and said, we're going to hitch our wagon to Traylon Burks and Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips, eh, zero. And Traylon Burks, not that great. Like, he had one to two really good games, and then he was hurt or wasn't been throwing the ball yeah, the other hurt, time. Hurt and concussed. And, you know, then 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 uh, Todd Downing asked uh, Burks to lateral it across the field after catching a slant. What, you know. Do we, oh, did they, was he ever asked about that? Who? Vrabel. About, uh, like, I don't. What the hell was that? Yeah, I don't know. Because. I, I think that they got caught up in the loss. Yeah, the, yeah, the season, the season over, ended, right? We didn't ask him what the hell was the Traylon Burks <laughs> cry for help as he was throwing yeah, yeah. back across the field. Hey, hey uh, Mike, worse than, like a quarterback throwing back across yeah. his body. Uh, Mike, I have a question. Um, who came up with that play and uh, why? <laughs> like that was just so dumb. Anyway, so- maybe if you ask, if we ask him this, uh, you know, tomorrow at the press conference, he'll say, "Well, he's no longer with us," <laughs> which would okay, be Tom so, Downing. So Andrew says on uh, on YouTube that Vrabel was asked about it. I, I I do kind of vaguely remember this, but yeah, that was the season ended. It was over and everything there. But I do, yeah, Vrabel was asked about it. And he was basically only asked if it was planned or not. And Vrabel said it was intentional uh, there too. So look, it really weird thing. But so you bring this up, Zach, and there's a lot of, we kind of got into the Derrick Henry conversation because of the quarterback situation and everything that goes around that. But we talked about Zeke dealing with injuries and Derrick has been able to stay healthy minus uh, that foot break that, you know, you can't really do much about. Um, So here is something I want to play a video. And this was from our conversation with the Bone and Joint Institute on our Doc Talk yesterday about evaluating players and when it comes to injury prevention and some new technology that's being implemented that I think new Titans GM Rand Carthon uh, needs to hear this. And, and obviously he should know these type of things, but it's a fascinating topic here. So we'll play that video here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys, 
about the Bone and Joint Institute. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you got to go to the Bone and Joint Institute to get you right. They've got the specialists uh, to take care of you, to deal with any type of injury that you might have in life, playing rec sports, your son or daughter, get hurt playing youth sports, whatever it might be. They've got it. Also, you'll hear it from Dave, who is their lead uh, physical therapist there at the Bone and Joint Institute. Super knowledgeable guy and can help you get back to health. Boneandjointtn.org. Is Sports were powered by BetMGM. We love BetMGM. And you can download the app today. I, I actually had some... I had some success last night in college basketball. I'm rolling on college basketball. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I had a bad beat, though. I had mm. Arkansas plus two, and they had a – I don't know if you, you – know way you watched this game. The only reason why I watched the last two minutes is because I had a bet on it. <laughs> they called a foul when the player was just doing a fadeaway jump shot, was not even, like, touched. Like, he just did a move, fell back, that put him up, and at the end – they won by three, so I did lose that that matchup. But I, I came out on the plus side last night. So uh, thanks to BetMGM, you get up to $25 back on your uh, NBA one-game parlay of four-plus legs if one leg falls short. So that is NBA Parlay Insurance brought to you by BetMGM. Download the app today and win some cash. All right, so uh, we talked to the Bone & Joint Institute, Sam Phelan and I did yesterday with a dog talk segment, and we were talking a lot about soft tissue injuries. And is there a way that you can evaluate an athlete to see if there is a uh, a, a tendency for them to be genetically, uh, you know, set up to have more or less soft tissue injuries? And I thought uh, Dave Kempfort of the Bone and Joint Institute really uh, had some great things to talk about uh, on this topic, uh, getting hurt. But is there a, a genetic aspect to some of these soft tissue problems? There's definitely some things that, that you can look at. And, and there's some interesting studies here. But um I know one thing. So my wife's an old rhythmic gymnast and she has hypermobility in all of her joints that allowed her to dance and do all these crazy things that she did with balls, hoops and ribbons. Now, because she had hypermobility, um, she had to stay ex- exceptionally strong. Right. So she genetically she was more flexible than, than most people, but she had to stay exceptionally strong because hypermobility is, in itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. These loose ligaments. But if you're not strong, it can lead to instabilities and injuries. Right. So it can be that way with a lot of different things. You could have people that are extremely powerful athletes, but they, they're not powerful through a good range of motion. So there may be mobility issues and things like that. And so when you look at the genetic side of things, um, those are, you know, those are some of the things you look at. There's some really interesting studies and you can, you can kind of see them. These are studies done by people a lot smarter than me, but, uh, but they're looking at genotypes and, and specifically the studies I've seen were in soccer athletes. And so they're actually finding genetic markers that may be linked to like protein synthesis and ability to heal and all these things. And so um, I think they're delving more and more into that um, and trying to figure out, gosh, are there certain people that are, are, you know, higher, have higher markers or high predictability for injury, um, which you could say that's a good thing. But you could also say, who knows in the future, if you're going to, you know, be labeled as a high risk before you've even seen the field. So, so that's Dave Kempfort there, the Bone and Joint Institute, the lead uh, physical therapist there. Uh, I, you know, that's fascinating, is it not? Because you listen to Mike Vrabel the Monday after the season ends and he points out, repeat offenders for soft tissue injuries and names Christian Fulton and David Long Jr. as repeat soft tissue injury offenders and then knocks on wood and says Kevin Byard hasn't pulled a hamstring since we've been here. And so you look at that. Why is that? You know, why is Christian Fulton 
continuously having some of these soft tissue injuries and that it, he dealt with some things as a rookie. His second year in the league was very healthy, had a great year. Third year in the league, struggled again. David Long Jr. had a couple injuries this year that took him out and he was having a great season. And Kevin Byard is just a, a, a beast, right? And we've heard KB talk throughout his career about his nutrition, his sleep, his training methods, even uh, this past year of like, hey, anybody want to come train with KB? Let's go do it. And he's been able to stay healthy. But what was your takeaway from hearing Dave talk about that? I, I thought it was pretty interesting. I think there's three things okay. uh, that I take away of maybe the reasoning and what, how, you know, modern medicine and how we approach, I think, everything in life in this day and age, which is everybody is different, right? So everybody has a different skill set. Everybody has a different position in this sense. And how, how does their body actually work, right? What are their positive attributes for their body? And then what is the negative? We talked about Zeke. He's got knee issues. I think we can confirm that, right? Like, so how do we prevent that? So there is, that's the first thing is understanding. It's like anything is knowing the personality of somebody and understanding how they work. There's value to that. And then what mistakes they make to prevent them from making those mistakes. So that's diagnosing is, is the first thing. The second thing is I think Mike Vrabel mentioned it towards the end of the, the year is how hard are you willing to work? Mm-hmm. How much time are you willing to sacrifice and, and set your personal life aside for the job to go into the training table, to go in and take care of your body, to do the extra work, to after practice, go lift weights. Mm-hmm. So that is, that's just how much are you willing, how much, how bad do you want it? Yeah. You know, are you willing to make excuses to say, hey, I've got to do something else instead of go and 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 get treatment? So I think that's a huge factor. And then the third is, I think, the ultimate outlier, which is, is football. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just going to get injured. You get rolled up on, and there's nothing that you can do. And so that takes time to heal. So the Titans have to look in the mirror and say, what are we doing right? And what are we doing wrong? And what type of players do we have? Because they have to strain to get back. And there's pain tolerance in this, right? Like you, and I think you guys talked about that yesterday. I would, I would yeah. tell, go tell watch people it. to go watch yes. it because there's education because it is a mystery. Now you're not going to find out all the answers on why two straight years, the Titans have been decimated by injuries. But I do think that you can kind of find some telling things and signs of what the Titans are doing and maybe aren't doing and how you can change that in the future so it doesn't happen again. So, yeah. the, the Yeah. The, and again, if you did not watch the Bone and Joint Doc Talk segment with Dave yesterday, go do it. It's really good. Dave is a former NFL offensive lineman. So, and now he's a, a lead physical therapist at the Bone and Joint Institute, which is a great facility and a big time uh, uh, help when, and resource when it comes to this. And so he understands a lot of things. One thing Dave also mentioned, it was the, you know, about the callus versus blister comment that Vrabel made as well. It's the whole, you know, get, having a throwback of your coach asking you, you know, are you hurt or are you injured? You know, can you rub some dirt on it and play through it? Cause you're hurt or are you injured and you need to let it heal. And so like, the third thing you mentioned, Zach, of it's football. Things are going to happen. You're going to get rolled up on. In, like that, like you look at guys the Titans had this season that fall under that category, Traylon Burke's turf toe. 
Ryan Tannehill's ankle every time getting rolled up on because he's doing his job, but the offensive line wasn't doing their job and he got hurt. Jeffrey Simmons, that's your ankle gets rolled up on. That sucks. He shoots it up every week and goes out there and plays. And so those really Lawan's ACL, that's just going to happen. But, but, but to that, right? Uh, I, let me stop you there because okay. I do think there is a talent that is a trickle down effect. Why did Ryan Tannehill's ankle, as you said, get injured? It's because they didn't have the talent to protect right. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why John Robinson, again, another reason why he was fired. So there you can look. It's not all happenstance. No. If Taylor Lewan, you know, or is that Taylor Lewan injury stemmed from a bad surgery or something, right? Like, that, we yeah. don't know. That's a mystery. But because that domino happened in week two, then Ryan Tannehill was cost his season at the end of the year because Dennis Daly led the effing league in sacks given up mm-hmm. with 12. And he didn't even play all 17 games. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. And, and Tannehill's injury, the first one was week seven. And so he continued to play for a, a lot so it's of a raw. There is a roster element yeah. to this. It, not, it is. It is not like one thing, right? You can't mm-hmm. just sit there and say that that's the reason. But there, there's there also are some this glaring thing. things. Zach, there's also this. I'm not the name former Titans who dealt with a bunch of injuries in Nashville. AJ Brown, Roger Saffold, Corey Davis, Adoree Jackson. Jake Locker? I was yeah, I no, 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 no. Start no. with Jake Jake, Jake broke Locker. I'm talking about guys that have been a part of this franchise over with Mike Vrabel as the head coach. Okay. AJ Brown, uh, Corey Davis, Roger Saffold, and Adoree Jackson. Those four guys are playing for the Philadelphia Eagles, the Buffalo Bills, the Giants, all still in the division around the playoffs, and then Corey Davis with the Jets. And Drew Corey Davis can't play all the games. No, he can't, but he's played. He, <laughs> he can't play right, all the games. Right. So there's three of the, out of the four. Bust. Those other three guys have been insanely healthy outside of the Titans organization. Now, for Saffold and AJ, it's been one year. For Adoree, it's been a couple years of Adoree. Go look at Adoree Jackson's numbers. That guy is playing great NFL cornerback with the New York Giants. And Whatever was going on in Tennessee during that 2020 season when Adoree got hurt and he was on IR and he came off of IR, but then he still didn't play. I don't know what's... You well, know, uh, look, I, I'm just looking at this now, looking it up, I, and I don't know whether this was due to... I don't know what it was due to. But over the last two years of him being in New York, he's only played 13 in 10 games. So I, I, I want to correct you there. I don't know why that is. Well, so don't let's let's not if you don't know, no, don't I'm, overstate how healthy he's been because he's only played in 10 and 13 games the last two seasons. Okay, but the level of play and right now how he's playing, and we're gonna get to watch Saturday night. Adoree Jackson's gonna have a lot of reps where he's gonna guard AJ Brown in the division around the playoffs Saturday night. So Adoree is playing really good. Yeah, play. and I do think Adoree has been hurt. So I, I think you need to pump the brakes on what you just said because I, I have seen him on injury reports. But he, but multiple he's come times back. Last two years. But he's come back. But it doesn't matter. We're t- Christian Fulton has come back. It doesn't matter what you're. 
I would retract that because okay. I think he's Roger, been hurt. Roger Saffold and AJ Brown, like those two guys, were constantly those are good with, examples with 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 you know somewhat chronic type of injuries with the Titans and knees and Roger Saffold with a shoulder, and you know those guys have been as healthy as they could possibly be and are helping their teams be legitimate Super Bowl contenders. So just something there, something again. If you have not watched the Bone and Joint Institute segment, the Doc Talk segment from yesterday. Uh, go check it out. Dave was great. We talked about a lot of different things and topics and responding and reacting to Mike Vrabel's uh, comments about injuries there too. Uh, and, and, you know, I've got some thoughts like, you know, was John Robinson scouting guys who might have been super flexible, but not able to keep up their strength. So those super flexible, loose tendon guys tend to get hurt. Some, you know, that's just something that can make sense. So when you're evaluating players, how can you learn more about their body type and body setup to be able to understand what type of athlete you're getting? Because Christian Fulton was also that 2020 draft with Isaiah Wilson, where you couldn't get your hands on a, on a player to test out their pliability or whatever you need to know because of the COVID situation. So let's just see what happens there. I, well, I do find that interesting. If they stay healthier, they're going to win more games. I mean, that we know that. that that's So they've been, it's been unfortunate the last two seasons. It's like one of those things you say, oh, well, it's not going to happen again. Well, you said that after last year, and then this year it happened again. So it's not going to happen three years if, in a row. If it, yeah, We'll find it, out. Man, it cannot happen uh, three years in a row. All right, Zach, let's wrap up this Thursday show. With the magic bucket again tomorrow, uh, the new Titans GM, Rand Carthon, will be introduced to the Titans media and all of you guys as Titans fans. Uh, we will make sure to keep you guys posted on when information comes out about what time uh, that uh, press conference will be held. Still have a TBD on time for Friday's intro press conference uh, for uh, Rand Carthon is new Titans GM, but it's time, Zach, for the magic bucket. But first, let me tell you guys about Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've ever been injured in a car wreck, or if you if you will, you know, if you hopefully you don't, but if you do get injured in a car wreck, you have to go to Hughes and Coleman because they will help you get every dollar you deserve uh, for that injury and fight against that insurance company for you to get you that money. They've done it for 30-plus years and recovered over uh, $3 billion for their clients uh, in the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky and can do the same thing for you. So check them out. Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, principal office in Nashville, Tennessee. BetMGM. We are powered by BetMGM. We love BetMGM. They are hooking you guys up and have been for some time and are going to continue to hook you guys up. NBA one-game parlay insurance. Get up to $25 back on your NBA one-game parlay of four-plus legs. If it falls one leg short, you got to have that insurance right there. BetMGM, promo code ATOZ Sports. You're the king of the sportsbook. Download the app in your Apple or Android app store today. Magic bucket to wrap up this Thursday show. Zach, you had a sticker week last week, so it is my sticker week, correct, this week? Correct. All right, I, there is a – I placed a sticker in the bucket. Um, there, wait. Uh-oh. Nope, I got it. I got it. So Ooh. it was just it – fell, it fell down to the bottom, and we've got a lot of slips in there. But, uh, again, you know, whenever you find free stickers for something you get, 
uh, on the internet and they ship you a, a product and a sticker, you know, that's a good thing for me. So uh, this is a sticker because uh, we got some new like tumblers, like not tumblers, like workout, uh, like insulated cups with lids and stuff. And so uh, th that company, it's called Iron Flask. Really a good Stanley. Stuff. Oh, you didn't get a Stanley. No, no, I usually stay away from that, but you got this. It's it's just a sticker that came in that iron flask, uh, uh, I guess, workout cup. You got this. So it's kind of motivational. You got this, guys. You got this, Rand Carthon. You got this, Mike Vrabel, when you're going to go hire a new offensive coordinator. You got this Titans offseason. So that's going to go on the bucket uh, right there uh, when I can find some spots. Influential, positive affirmation. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's, and by the way, those cups are awesome. They're great. So, all right, this was me. I'm uh, the first puller because it is my sticker week here on the bucket. All right, let's see what we got here today. Oh, okay. So Zach, um, you did this last week. And so I get to do it this week to so get your, get your stopwatch. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Now we, we got competition. I like competition. So what was, I was two, 2.98 and that's hand time. Right. And so, you know, I, I try, I tried to do my best with the start and the stop. Right? That's fair. That's fair. Um, so I, I'd say the alphabet as fast as I possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I will ask you and then you will do it. Yeah. And you start on my A. Correct. So say the alphabet as fast as you can say the alphabet as fast as you can. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, W, A. A, B, C, D, E, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, W, X. I have gotten to a mental block. I can't do it. I'm going too fast. Zach, I don't know what's happening. I can't say the alphabet. 17 seconds. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, X. TV, WXYZ. Oh my X. God. X, X is not there. You got to start over. Oh my God. You're what is happening? I just, I just can't say the alphabet right now. <laughs> I've got the yips, Devin. You're right. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Q, R, S, T, U, V. W X Y Z. I don't know what just happened. 52.84. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I, I, I do think it is the yips. I think it's the yips. It, ha it happens to us all. It's freezing. I, 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 we I know am, you know your alphabet, though. I, I mean, you've, I, I read that Bet and GM <laughs> disclaimer so fast. Every day, it's and not I can't say the though. alphabet. <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, and um, you know, the chat was going to drag you for that, but that was the biggest choke job ever since Chuck Nardbach. Bill, yeah, I, I'm not like it's not even like I'm not making fun of you. It just no, I just I just had a block. Like I was like too focused on the speed. And I and I was like trying to go from G to WXYZ. Fifty two point eight seven. So Sam uh, Sam's just got to beat that to to not get bronze. Yeah, I, yeah. Brad Austin is the Brett Maher of the alphabet. <laughs> uh, I am embarrassed. That is um, a, an indictment on 
Look, and I went to the number one public school in the entire state of Tennessee. <laughs> and I apologize to Kevin Kaidel and all of my educators at Brentwood High School. It, it's not your education level. It's the yips. I just a complete choke job on the well, outfit. good entertainment for the magic bucket. I mean, this is why we do things like this. Yes. To see train wrecks and <laughs> to see stuff like this. So there we go. Oh. I think we keep that one in there. Uh, we keep that. There's there, there should be some redemption, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we set the bar of how fast we could do it. So 2.87, is that the? the? 2.98 is what you got. 2.98. 2.98 is the current record for fast alphabet. 2.87 is second. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to take a minute after the show to just try to figure out and diagnose what the hell just happened. Soft tissue. It yes. soft yeah. tissue. Does the brain count as a soft tissue? Uh, mine clearly today. All right, Zach, this is uh, for Monday's show. So you have a chance to hop on that old Amazon uh, to get yourself prepared. Now, you know, it is a little interesting because of your current uh, looks, but you have to wear a fake mustache on Monday's show. This is from our guy, Orlando. So Orlando submitted this one um yeah it's gonna be tough I, i'm I mean, real i'm real <laughs> i'm real steel right here um uh, but i'll i'll somehow make that happen yeah yeah so fake mustache on monday's show and i'm gonna go watch some sesame street <laughs> that was pretty funny <sighs> uh, i yeah, I just, you know, dumbfounded, absolute dumbfounded. Maybe I need to sleep more. Maybe that, you know, Dave Kimfort said sleep and diet's a big deal when it comes to your performance. And that was bad. Well, all right. Mustache Monday for Zach. And hopefully I'll be able to say the alphabet better next time. Uh, but we're going to have a great uh, rest of the day. Content wise, Buck Rising live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. We're still waiting uh, that official press conference time and date for Rand Carthon's uh, introductory presser on Friday. So we will have tons of coverage for that when it comes to us in the morning on Friday, Buck Rising tonight, ADZ primetime, like I mentioned, and Sam Phelan will be live at that press conference. And we'll also have a reactionary uh, show after the press conference. So stay tuned to that. We'll let you know more about that time later on. But like the show before you go, subscribe. If you haven't yet, do it uh, on YouTube and we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Friday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.